that's awkward. Hello there. Oh, okay. Was that yeah. AI? Was that chat GPT? No, that was, uh, that was my, uh, Ewan McGregor, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Hello. Oh. As he drops down on general Grievous. Oh, let's go back to the original. I don't like that view at all. You don't like that? You don't like that zoom in on my close? Yeah. yeah. Well, no, it's too much for me. Too much of you? No way. That captures the beard. Eh, I I don't need that up so close, though. That's what's weird. I need to be able to like see the the bugs crawling in your beard, dude. That's so bizarre. Hey, did I tell you I, uh, I started passing on some of the goods that you shared with me? What do you mean? The beard butter and beard oil. You passed it on. Uh, yeah, yeah. I got else? a buddy. I got a buddy here who's got a solid beard, and he uh, he unfortunately ran out of product, and he was like, "Man, I need a good beard butter." And I was like, "Well, it's funny you should say that." How many it, did I give you? Uh, I have like six, dude. I've got so many, and this thing right here, like I apply it, but it's like you know a well, dime's worth. This is what I'm saying with the beard beard butter. With the beard butter, you just want to put that on at night. That's right. all you need it for. Now right. the oil, like it looks like you've That's shaved every since morning. I saw you. That's every morning. Did you shave last time I saw you? Yeah. It look. I mean, even from last week's episode, I think you've shaved. But oh, yeah, like I shaved right, about twice a week. For real? Yeah. What a what a quitter! I don't. I like a smooth face, dude. It would be smooth if you used the beard oil. No, it's, it's, it's not that it's well, one, I can't like, I am, I am borderline OCD about like the neck hairs pulling on stuff drives me. There's a trick to that. Okay. What's so with your thumb and your index finger, you put Uh your index finger on your jawline. Okay. And then your thumb on the other jaw. Okay. Okay. And then take, turn your wrist towards your chin. And then look straight up. So stupid, look dude. straight up. Look straight up. Ah. Anything below your hand, like going towards your chest, needs to be yeah. shaved. Oh, yeah, okay. And that that's indent, a cool little. And then that's that a cool indent, little guideline. I got that, fat fingers, though, bro. I'm gonna right, have like a neck. You beard. realize? You realize the 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 thickness ah. of your hands will match your your hands are probably bigger than mine. I don't know. I wear a. Uh, an 11 ring how's that that's what mine is okay so you yours are probably longer but your yeah, face long is also sure. longer. i got these like banana fingers your hands are probably or your face is also probably a little longer so but it's anyways it's that it's indent it's that you have like under here yeah that's, that's the exact wild. same that's the exact same like like type of uh, shape that you want underneath how, your neck. How you do that though? Because when you do it, you like tuck your whole hair underneath it. It's well, like wow. well, no, I'm because I don't want anything above it to get cut. So what I, I do know, is it's just, it looks so wild when you do it. Look, he's he looks like a baby underneath, but you'd never guess it. So all of that it's, would get trimmed underneath my hand. Sure. That's how I do. It sense. That's but, I like it. That's a that's a pretty good like just hand gesture to kind of because you know how I, I used to be a tool and I used to have that chin strap right. <laughs> that was a complete I mistake. I remember the chin strap. I'm not gonna lie. If I could pull it off, I would still try it. 
I, mean, I don't care how I don't care how shape of your face. If you could rock it, rock it. Look. If you could rock it, rock it. That's all I exactly. say. Facial hair, facial hair. Like it's what you I have is not bad. Pink and orange shirts and stuff like that, because I can pull those colors off. I wear black so that my beard looks denser. Is that weird? <laughs> I love. It. I need uh, to clean it up. I I was up really late last night playing poker with your brother and Daniel and a few other people that were there. Did you take him for anything, or did they? I take sure you? did. I Ooh, took okay, I walked Bobby. out of there with uh, forty dollars on top of what I. I mean, I put my twenty in, and I walked out well, of there with sixty. Forty dollar profit, okay. But okay. that, but the rule was is that we could cash out at any time that we deemed necessary. So, because some people had to leave, some people had to come in late. What time did you cash out? I was the one of the last ones there. Me, BJ, cool. and Daniel. For the, uh, and then this one kid who is there that uh, I guess is training with BJ. Oh, fun, fun. New he's a younger kid. I think he's like 18 or 19. That's always Remind, fun. Reminds me a lot of you. But no, oh, we had fun dude. last night. Yeah, like the way that he is, like he's... I'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. It's just no, you. I mean, he's a... He... He comes off as being, uh, I guess, smarter than the average male. I gotcha. Guess. Is he arrogant about it or just kind of? No, that's where he's nothing like you. Oh, ouch. Hey, that's just honesty, man. I mean, I'm a little arrogant about it. I, I won't lie about that. I just. And I won't. Uh, Brendan's know I'm how not, to swing the hammer heavy. Yeah, I'm just honest. <laughs> and I told him, I was like, Dude, I you look just it. like. EJ's brother, and he's like, I haven't heard that yet. And well, cool. Sounds like a I cool mean, guy. Can't wait to meet him. He doesn't look like you because he has like that. He still has that baby face. Dude, like, if I no shaved this, you would think I was twenty-one again. I don't know. This kid has like, I don't. I mean, he has that like neck he's hair. Still going. Like he's in middle school. No, I mean, he probably looks like a sophomore in high school. Okay, but it was fun. He was a cool kid. Kids his age. <laughs> No, he looks older than Casey for sure. But I know Casey always I was thinks he's trying Casey's to grow. A sophomore though. But and he's trying to grow chin hair still, isn't he? It, he is, dude. He got super excited about it the other day because he's like, I shaved and I think my mustache is coming back darker, Dad. And he was he was ecstatic, man. He was so pumped. And I'm like, part of me is like, do I help him understand the science of that it has nothing to do with how often you shave and everything right. to do with just what stage of puberty you're in? And actually, I mean, I bet you if you uh, if you wanted to promote the whole beard thing for him, like give him oh, a little of bit of beard oil. Yeah, yeah. No, beard oil will promote your growth in the way that it comes out and appears. So, so if he if he just takes that oil and rubs it there, I wouldn't. Since he's going through puberty, I wouldn't necessarily give him give him that oil right away. Wait till okay. it starts actually showing, and then he actually wants a beard. Let him choose what he wants to do. But like, there's nothing wrong with giving him a little bit, like out of your bottle. I wouldn't give yeah. him a whole bottle. I think he'll overdo it. Yeah. And he's just going to add to his acne problem with puberty. Yeah. We don't want that. (laughs) So that's the only reason why I would say not give him a beard, a bottle of beard oil. No, we we regularly, like he, he's practicing shaving stuff like that. We've done that a couple of times. But yeah, just having some of that on every once in a while will help promote it. So how you been? Good. Good, man. Um, You know, uh, I'm getting ready to start back up another round of classes like intro things tomorrow. And mm. so I was kind of processing like how 
just how how the schedule has to work out and everything like that. And Heather and I were talking about it, and I think I'm going to maybe cut back on one of the classes and do just one of them. The, this one that I'm doing is really intense. Um, and I think it's going to be wiser, especially with the summer, because we've got CIY trips that we're going to take. So I think we're going to cut back to to probably just one class for this semester. But it's still going to be really good and really intense. So, yeah. And what class is it? Uh, it's called Christian Doctrine and Theology. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it, Bobby's eyes just went like clear to the back of his head. He was like, whoa. Uh, and, and for good reason, man, that's a heavy, heavy topic. And we're talking about big stuff too, uh, atonement and, and, and really heavy, like the deep stuff in the, in, in Christianity, but you know, this is master's level work. So that's kind of what you expect. But, uh, this professor in particular is kind of, I don't want to say world renowned just yet, but definitely is 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 starting to make waves in in Christian communities just as a as a communicator and and just as a, a passionate believer in Jesus and a great teacher. So I really I really am excited to take this class. I've I've heard, what is this, I've heard this guy speak a couple of times um, just to see how and things like that, and really love his content. And so I'm excited to actually study under. What's that supposed to prepare you for, though? Like what that doctrine and theology, like what's so, it so the full course, for? the full course load is uh, focused on uh, strategic leadership. So this one is more so rooted in the doctrinal, uh, the Christian doctrine elements of what good leadership is. And then and then because it is a Christian private college, like offering it, it's can, it's one of their core classes that they require. So, and is that going to get you ready for leadership or the like building blocks of leadership? Uh, I would say both. I mean, ultimately, this is this is like deep rooted theology stuff. Um, but then ultimately, I would say at its core, the the primary idea is to prepare me for leadership in the church and and leadership anywhere else and in leadership elements. I I would choose to be. I've That's kind of the nice thing about this degree and why I liked it is it's not specific to church work because it's more so about leading people um, and sin nature, how it, how it, how it filters into the workplace, things like that. Uh, and so the course is, the course is actually prepping me. I would say not just for leadership in the church, but I even feel like I could lead uh, in, in another, maybe uh, in another Avenue as well, you know, now, do you uh, ever feel like you're of leadership? Do you ever feel like you're almost like almost like you don't need the class because it's like too elementary for where you're at now in your career and your education? Uh, I've wondered class? that, but but some of the content that we studied, like most recently, um, we did one called the People Code, and and I'll be honest with you, like one of the things that I struggle with is I'm not an organized person. <laughs> You know, who would, who would ever guess that? Uh, and yet, like, as a leader, there's an element of organization that you have to have. And so I rely very heavily on technology to help me with things like that. Um, but there are, there are areas that I would say God's created me for that I am gifted in, 
that that I'm especially gifted in working with people, communication, things like that. Uh, and so I guess really what I'm, I'm hoping to accomplish with this degree and, and really where it's been valuable so far is it's making me evaluate where, where I am as a leader individually, and then also giving me the tools to grow personally as a leader, but also to grow other leaders. Does that make sense? Yeah. I just didn't know if like, uh, if you felt like you, th- if this was even going to boost anything, like say there's a class that you feel like, you know, like, I don't think that's something that I need to work on, but they're focusing on that in this class. Is there anything that, is there anything that you can do to, I guess, are these all classes strictly based upon like a curriculum for this, for this master's program? Or is it something that you can kind of build around to where you can work on things that you're weak in or things that you think you need a little bit more work on? So obviously, you know, I still pick my classes, but the core elements are in uh, leadership and, and self-analysis, stuff like that. Um, and so there there are some core elements that I can't really dodge. Um, but so far, all the ones that have been core, I've, I've enjoyed. Um, and then I would say, obviously, the, the elective classes that I can take, that can be more formative towards what I'm, I'm interested in if that makes sense and there, i just didn't know checked out. i just didn't know if you would if there's a class that you like get bored with because like you feel like you're almost you've almost reached that where you've almost got the education based upon like what you've already been doing in the church or whatever i so i mean i guess i guess it's possible it hasn't happened yet um like these have been the, these classes are really Part of what masters work, and I'll say the hard part to it is it's really there's at least in the degree I'm in, there's a lot of like self-analysis that happens. There's a lot of like personal growth that has to happen. Uh, you know, our our degree in particular, my degree in particular, really focused like my last class was uh self-awareness in the Christian leader. And it was a great class. I really loved it. I was with uh, Matt Proctor, who's the president of the college, uh, and Tim Whelan, who is the CFO, I think, of uh, Tamco, the construction company, uh, Mm -hmm. the massive construction company out of Joplin. Uh, So, you know, brilliant minds, guys that have been doing, you know, know, high-level work for quite a while. And the whole point of the class was, like, how are you as a leader and and where do you come up short and how can you like evaluate that? So one, one thing I really loved in the people code that we talked about was I'm a yellow. Yellows are uh, people driven. They're great at rallying people. They're great in power, things like that. What they have a tendency to do is uh, problem solve, but get overwhelmed and then run and hide from responsibility, things like that. Uh, and so Part of it was breaking down, hey, what do you, what do you struggle with? You struggle with uh, maintaining or maintaining uh, um, maintaining consistency, things like that. And then how can you what I liked about the classes, it, we ultimately evaluated how can we become better at what we're good at, but also mitigate where where we're weak. So how do we how do we mitigate the damage? 
that our weaknesses do. Does that make mm. sense? Yeah. Well, I mean, I just actually took a leadership course like for supervisory training is what they call it. And it was, we had to list out everything that we do and then find out how much time we spend on every little thing that we, I mean, you can write down every little thing. Like I write notes about this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But mainly the idea is like, like what your main job role is and what you go about to do to get that job done. So like, yeah. that's how specific you can be. And then, then you need to write down how much time you spend on that. So like, if there's like 15 extra minutes you spend on this and you still are like lacking in it. So that's obviously a weakness. Like you almost find out how your weaknesses are just by blocking all that, how much time you spend on something out. It's well, yeah, pretty yeah. bizarre there's, when you see it. a billion ways to get to it, but ultimately that's what you have to do. You have to map it out and, and figure out where are you weak and how can you mitigate that? How can you, right. you know, how can you soften the, you know, like for me, I'm, I'm disorganized. So how can I mitigate my disorganization? What do you mean by disorganized though? So like, I know that you have your own way of organization because yes. if I was to walk in, like when you were in school, you, I mean, you had like your organization process was, I mean, I could find out what you were doing just based upon like how you were organized. So like organization is in like your mind or physically like getting certain things done. Physically, mostly. And and that's the thing because I don't organize by the same standards or by this in the same ways that other people organize, like it causes conflict for you and or so, for other people. I guess when I say I'm disorganized, what I'm saying is, is I'm, I'm organized in different ways and that causes conflict with others. And so working out ways that I can mitigate the conflict there, how can I reduce the, the conflict that my, my, alternate organization style causes uh right. and, and that's just you know that's one aspect of it but it's been some really good stuff um a lot of you know part part philosophy part uh strategy so it's been pretty good and that's what our thing was is that like when you find out what you're lacking in is there something that you're doing as your job or your responsibilities that you can maybe give to somebody else to kind of take on realm of something that maybe that like, they're not, that they have more time to do, like say it's like calling certain people out of the week or checking up on emails or something like that. See if you can put that on to somebody else to where it can help you strengthen something else that you're not organized in. Yeah. But that's, I mean, that's granted that's the training class that I went through is for a larger group of people. Like I'm only in charge of one person like that I'm a direct supervisor with. Gotcha. So that's, that for me isn't hard because like I can delegate that to where I will give him the things that I was given to do to where I can learn the job better. Right. So that's not hard, but there was like 20. I managed two different teams plus serve on, you know, a couple of different teams as well. And then you take on other responsibilities like a podcast, um, school. school board, yeah, you're crazy. Stuff like that. So, so you're just busy. I mean, you could. I mean, we needed time on the air for that. So I'm glad you said that. But speaking, you really could have started busy this whole and time conversation. On the air, can we ask our listeners <laughs> if they've seen somebody? We got a buddy that's missing. Two. And we need to. Yeah, we need to get like missing posters out or something right. on this guy because we, we were this him. close. We were this close to getting Daniel back. We almost but, got the plus one, man. 
I almost got the plus one. But he had something come up, and I'm not going to force somebody to do something. And Jordan, he's probably still on the road right now. So I I got to see him yesterday. It's a busy season. Yeah. But be on the lookout for him because that buddy is missing, and y'all need to harass him and tell him, hey, get back on the show. We miss you. Yeah, because a lot of people are missing the uh, the special segments. Guilt trip, Jordan. Emotional damage. He probably don't even listen to this, so he's probably oh, like, Christine will probably listen to it and be like, hey, they're talking shit. That was awful. I feel really bad about how I just did that emotional damage. I need to do that again. Can I do that Emotion- again? Sure. Emotional yeah. damage. That was way better. I mean, your Asian accent is lacking, so I, I suggest you work on that a little more. It was, I wasn't trying to go strong in the Asian accent. I was just trying to mimic the guy. That's what makes it funny. Well, yeah, but I'm accent. not Asian, so it's racist. Uh, now, if there. I was to take off everything below your eyes and above your eyebrows, you Don't could... be that way. <laughs> I've always squinted. I'm a squinter, okay? It it's looks because like you're I looking right in the sun. No. I have bad have, eyesight. You have better eyesight than I do, I bet. Bobby, that is a lie, and you no. know it. I will go get my I have bifocals right at now. age 10. Boy, put your glasses up to the camera and show them how thick they are. The thickness? I will go show you the Coke bottle frames that I wear. The, okay, now I'm going to show you. These are not the, uh, the, the recommended from the doctor, because mm-hmm. I wore Coke, Coke bottle glasses throughout my entire elementary I career. Remember, and, I do remember those big old Coke bottles you had, Bobby. I refuse to wear those, so I'm not wearing the re- recommended You can be cool like me, though. You gotta get like the black frames and make yourself look right. real. Like, I have the military-style square ones. These are still pretty thick. They technically still don't fit in these metal frames. They're still that okay. thick. Easier but the stigmatism question. in both of my eyes are so bad. It's just It looks like rays of spaghetti just coming off of every light. Right, and when, What's that? Okay, so here's here. We'll make it easier. Okay. What is your contact numbers? Shit, I couldn't tell you. You don't know your power numbers? My power numbers? Yeah. There's a there's a score for that. No, there's a power on your contact that says this strength. I don't wear contacts. Is that the same thing? Like, yeah. is that like oh, so like the number on your eye is not just a a number for contacts? I thought you meant like contact number. Like, as soon as you thought I wore contacts. No, I thought you wore contacts. No, I don't. Never, never. I I can. That's a. That, that's probably my third phobia. One snakes, two heights, three contacts. Not doing it. I work touching in a prison, so if I get I knew sprayed. You're weird about touching your eyeball, but I always thought you'd. No, it's not the touch of my eyeball. It's where I work. If I get sprayed with OC, that stuff will melt oh, to my eye. Yeah, that's right. Dang, I've never really wanted contacts. I I've liked glasses. Now I don't like the ones that I had when I was twelve, but. <laughs> You know, like your uh, your old, uh, like, oh gosh, how do you describe them? They Here, were like a. Uh, let me grab a picture for you. Glasses. While no, I'm looking look for like that, your dad's, talk to them. They look like your dad's summer driving glasses. Well, why? Well, you're were describing big, my glasses. I want to find my oval. picture. Let me oh, find that man. picture. Bobby, these glasses. I remember these glasses. Okay, y'all. He looked like he was starring in an '80s action movie. Like opposite Van Dam, but he wasn't like the sidekick. He was like, ah, oh gosh, I don't know. I'm gonna say you were like the funny technician. You're like third or fourth on the list. Yeah, those were the glasses. He's the funny technician 
in like some Van Damme action movie from the 80s. That's what he's going for with these glasses. I remember them vividly. In fact, you could pair these glasses with like a plaid Western shirt and he would be pretty much every 80s villain uh, in a movie, in an action movie. I'm going to zoom in on this picture, okay? So I'm going to bring myself up. <laughs> I and hope don't mind the, the frame. picture I'm thinking of. No, this is of me and my brother and then me by myself doing the Home Alone face. Oh, my. So I'm going to zoom in on myself, and then I'll try to zoom in. So don't mind the picture frame. It's a little dirty. Mm-hmm. All right, Bobby. Let's, let's go to let's this solo layout, and let's zoom in. I'll describe it in real time for everybody. That's right. listening and not this watching. was in probably the early nineties. <laughs> That's me what and my that? brother Aaron. That frame is magical. It's a big yellow frame that says "Welcome" on it. Yeah, it's one of my mom's that Bobby, she that she had. Glasses are thick, man. Okay, now here's the other one. Mm-hmm. Up closer. Gosh, that frame is dusty, dude. Yeah, you look like a young Chris Farley. I mean, that's a, a compliment and a disgrace at the same time. Well, you know, back in a little coat. Back in a little coat. But with that being said, I had thick ass glasses. They're pretty thick. I still don't know if they're thicker than mine, but what's some well, pretty thick glasses? Bifocals say it all. I had bifocals at age 10. Okay, Benjamin Franklin, calm down. Eh. Nobody really knew that he needed them. I think he's just the first person to invent them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like. And if you watch National Treasure, it was an invention to hide a treasure, not because. Is that was all blind. it was? Well, that's what it depicted. Did you watch? Um, did you watch the TV one that was on Disney? The TV one? Yeah, they did. A, they did like a, a, a show of it. I did At least not. the season of it. I don't think you could really. Did they remake it or did they just give it a whole different storyline? Uh, no, it's still plotted off of the original because uh, the young dude is still in it. They brought uh, him back. Not Nick oh Cage the guy from uh, the guy from a Hangover. Is he in Hangover? Yeah, he's the guy that gets left on the roof. Oh, yeah, him. Yeah. yeah, he's the one that Gosh, they leave on the road. Not make that weird. What's his name? Uh, I, I can't tell you. Really well. No, he reminds me of Charlie Day with the less like wired at like attitude. Yeah, okay. That's I I go with that. Yeah, but cool. either way. <laughs> so just busy. How's the wife yeah. after Mother's Day weekend last week? Uh, she's doing good. It's been a it's been a busy week, but good week. Yeah. So now I wonder if Heather is to blame for the computer crash. Oh, probably, dude. Oh man, absolutely her fault. You should tell her that. I now have a uh, what are they? uh, Oh, a hard drive. uh, drive. I don't know. One of those. Why don't you tell everybody what happened, man? They don't know what's going on. Well, that's the thing. I can't really say what happened. I do know what happened to my stuff that I had on my computer. Everything that I had for this every intro that you saw every segment thing that you saw gone can't get it back oh. gone so luckily this is streamyard the streamyard program is phenomenal it saves everything that you need it for that's right here 
I don't even have as much as a logo on my computer left. So I've got to find them on my phone and send them back to myself because my OneDrive crapped out because I, I lost space. So now I've got this um, external hard drive that is actually for an Xbox, but I got it reverted over for a computer. Nice. So, but long story short, I come in, I edit our, I just got done editing our video and our audio for our episode with Heather. Uploaded the audio with the description and everything. I was waiting for the export of the video so that I could put it on YouTube. I go to, it was finished, it was finished exporting. I reset my computer every single time just to where it kind of speeds things up to where I can clean my cache and my cookies and stuff like that, right? Mm -hmm. And then when I reboot my computer, I then upload it to YouTube. So I reboot my computer. I bring it back. I start it back up. Blue screen. It says that uh, we had a problem booting your computer. No. So I was like, okay, that's weird. Never had that. So I, I mean, I spent probably three or four hours by myself trying to YouTube it and figure it out. And then I, I cut my losses with me trying to do it. So I called Daniel. And Daniel kind of walked me through a couple things to try. And then when he saw what I was going through, he was like, dude, I am scared for you. <laughs> and I was like, I know that that's like, like techie talk. Like I get why you would be worried, but is there anything that I should be like hoping for? And he said, right now, I, I'm not going to, it's worth, it was worse than a doctor diagnosing cancer. Right. <laughs> Bobby, I don't think so. I don't. Well, in my line of, in my living life, in my living life, I can make that comparison because I've never had cancer yet. If I ever get cancer, but what I'm saying is, is it was like, is if Daniel was my doctor, he walked in and he said, "Sir, would you like the good news or the bad news?" Over, 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 like Facebook, like calling. I was calling him on Facebook, right? And so he's like, dude, your hard drive is probably fried. And I was like, it can't be because I ran all the tests on the computer. I could still do that, but I couldn't get past the, I don't even know what that part of the computer is called. I'm not that tech, that tech savvy, but I do know my way around a, a computer and like what I need to do with things for this. But I couldn't get past that part. And he thought my hard drive was fried. Wasn't my hard drive. Still don't know what it is, but everything's. Ended up gone, 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 gone. So I just downloaded, uh, probably so far downloaded 40, 50% of things that I need. And I'm going to have to just go back in and remake everything else. Like the intro, the outro, the, and all the, I think I might not do segments from now on with music because it'll kind of shorten down my editing. (laughs) I get it, man. Well, but, I mean, it, it's, and... it's not that I don't want to do it. It's that I spent all that time doing it and now it's gone and I don't want to do it again. I get it. And it's not going to be the same as it was. So it'd have to change. And I get that. I'm fine with yeah, change. Always, I'm fine always with change. That. But if I'm going to change, I would rather change it for the better. So I'm going to want a little bit stronger of a hard drive to be able to put everything on and a bigger one. Sure. So I'll wait till I get that. And that way we get put on a better schedule. That way we have our missing in action fellow chubby buddy on here. And then I'll probably go a little bit more extreme. I will redo it. 
I don't know. I don't know how how long that part will take, but I will have an intro and an outro for every episode. But I will not probably have segments in between. Speaking of redoing elements of the podcast, you and I have been spitballing something that I think we should share with the people. What do you think? I'm fine with that, and I actually oh. have a I have a I think a better idea of how I think we should do it, and then okay. we can kind of I'd- spitball off of that. I was going to say, what you had pitched originally, or at least not originally, but the most recent draft that you gave me the other day, I think it was, or maybe it was today, um, where you talked about doing it in the style of what we do with Jordan with the players, um, but having it be for for specific actors. I really like that idea. So I think if we could just narrow down maybe what those questions are, um, or but you said you had uh, maybe a fresh idea, so let's hear well, like. With the actors, I think what we could do for that game, and that's just for the actors if we wanted to do with that. But if we wanted to stick with uh, like movies that we've been doing, sure. What we could do is give you an idea of instead of giving you questions about the movie, give you other movies that the main characters in that one movie are in outside of that. So it's like a Six Degrees, the Kevin Bacon kind of thing? almost. Gotcha. Yeah. So, like, if say you're doing Hangover, you could say one of the actors, like you would say, how many is in that? Probably five main characters yeah. in that, and then you would have five other movies that they would be a main character in. Okay. Gotcha. I mean, I oh. don't know how that would go, but the questions that I was going to say and that I wrote down was is going to be the age, this the age, the sex, and what region they come from. So, like, an American actor who's 43 or whatever year they were born, or if they died. You give that first, right off the get-go, right? Okay. And then the first question is going to be, well, the first clue is going to be, like, as if we were doing it for Jordan, is he's known for this genre of movie. Okay. So, quote-unquote, what college he went to, right? And then, instead of being where he went, where Jordan's players are drafted, is where we go for clue number two. Then you go his first debut movie. See, I like that. And then the second or the third clue, I guess that first one with like the age, the year that uh, he was born and maybe died. And then the, where he came from, I kind of think that that's necessary for you to be able to narrow it down to a specific sure. group of actors or actresses. And then the clues will go off of how we do Jordans. So the third clue after that would then be his first major role as an actor or actress. Okay. And then the third one is going to be our fourth one is going to be, uh, what's the, the Emmy, not the Emmys. What was that called? Oscars. The, oh. Yeah. I was going to ask. That, but what's the, that. what's that, what's that award classified as? But huh? what's it called? It's a, uh, not a daytime Emmy, but you have. Oscar. The, well, what is an Oscar? It's a type of an award. It is an Oscar is an oh, Oscar. An Academy award, right? An Academy award, right? Yeah, so you Academy put down award. like how many Academy awards has this person yeah. won? Yeah, I, I, like final that. Clue, I like that. And then there the was. final clue is going to be his last major role year. So like for the movie okay. is going to be the year and the genre of movies. All of these will be. So if we did a test run of that, yeah. let's just say, let's just pick an actor. Say, um, okay. oh, just because I think I can, I should be able to do this uh, off the top of my head ish. Will Smith. Okay. Will um, Smith. All right. So his he was born in probably sixty seven. I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just, late, here, I'll just Google it while you're and while you're guessing. I'll I'll correct you as we go. 
Right. So mid to late sixties, American male, um, first major role. Would we say then Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? No, that's what I'm saying. We need to be specific to like the movie area. So that would be can't like get sidetracked that way. We're not trying to curveball you. First movie then would have been. Well, what did Will do? What? Let's Google it. Debut movie. You would never have guessed this. So that's what I'm saying. So what we would say is, is his debut movie came out in 1992 and the genre is where you would put the genre right after that. Okay. Have you ever heard of the movie Where the Day Takes You? Where the Day Takes You? Nope. Yeah. That's his debut film. Okay. So after that is his first major role in a movie. And I bet you that was probably Men in Black. Yeah. Because he, was, he was blowing up as a singer. And Men in Black was his first movie role, I believe. Right. Major. First major one. Yeah, Will Smith's first main role, or what do you call that? It's a is it a major role? Yeah, I'd say major role. Or uh, you have lead role. How's that instead of supporting role? Lead yeah, role. Lead role. Because he was the lead in that. All right, Smith began his acting career. That was the first principal Bel Air, but movie, movie. That's where it kind of threw me off. I was like, when first prints? All right, 1992. After Where the Day Takes You, Smith quickly became one of Hollywood's most successful and, and bankable stars. He currently holds the record for most consecutive $100 million plus box offices. Dang, that's a cool fact. What role? I, I bet you I probably have to go to his IMDb is what I'm guessing. Oh, yeah. and, that, and that's where I think that we're going to be able to get most of our information that we need. That would be my guess too, but I like it. And we can play around with it. So like whatever ideas that you have, we can add to it or take yeah. it away. And then before we actually make it a solid, uh, so his first movie that he was a main role in, I got, I'm, I'm going to have to argue that it's got to be men in black. Wow. I, I'm nope. sure of it. No, no. What? That's wild. He's been in a lot of movies. Oh, yeah, dude. Um, What year do you think his first song came out? First song, 1991. Nope. 80s? Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, 88? 86. 86? Yeah, him and DJ dude, I thought Jazzy I was it with 88. I was like, okay, maybe 89. Bobby's messing with me, but all right. Hey, Here he was actually in an episode of The Blossom as Fresh Prince. That's wild. All right. So wow. His first major role, you'll never believe it. Bad Boys. Bad Boys was not his first one. Nineteen ninety five. Bad Boys was before unless you know what six Men degrees of separation is. I don't know what that is. Six degrees of separation. I might have made in that. America. He was a tea cake with uh, tea cake Walters. I don't think that's a main role, but his mm. first main role movie is Bad Boys. Dude, Bad Boys was fire. I love that movie. Still and then Independence Day. Days. Yeah, Men in Black. Men in Black then before ninety six. Men in Black was ninety seven. What? 
Yeah. I was thinking Independence Day, but I wasn't thinking Independence Day was before Men in Black. Right. I thought Men in Black. So, was like, the first really, one. where I think we are going to struggle is narrowing down what year that 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 person was a main. Like, I don't think so. Give it a threshold, man. Give it a dollar threshold. But that's what I'm saying. Like, if you don't know, like, if you didn't know that the, that movie came out first, and you didn't know what year. That movie came well, out. Yeah, that's where I'm saying you're IMDb and, and do the research. No, I'm saying for me trying to stump you, that's where we're gonna fail a lot uh, is those years. So we're gonna really have to crunch down on like where we're going for it. So I don't know. Is it a clue of maybe giving a, a movie that they you wouldn't have necessarily known them to be in to where you can think of the movie and see who's in it in their mind? Like, here you go, here's one. This person was in the movie Black Hawk Down. That could be so many people. Right. But like I'm saying, like this person that I'm thinking of, you would not know him to be in it. Vin Diesel. False. That was he Saving Private it. Ryan. Saving Private Ryan. That's what he's in. Wait, what did you say? Black, Black Hawk, Hawk Down. Down. Oh, crap. Uh, yeah. Hang on. No, I do know somebody that's in Black Hawk Down too. That you wouldn't, that you wouldn't necessarily yes, think that was a, in it? Yeah, there's somebody... Uh, if you can get it, I will be impressed. I I I promise you, I've heard this somewhere, and it's, I'm blanking on it now. Go ahead, stop okay. me with it. Now, the other movie that you know him for would be the okay. uh, like if we were going to do movie clues, right? The next, yeah. let's let's go with his. I would say his most uh, prominent movie that everybody knows him in. Okay, Batman: The Dark Knight Rises. Okay, Dark Knight Rises. So I think that's the one that he's in. If I'm yeah, wrong, then I'll, then I'll clarify. That'd be what it is. Wait, wait. Tom Hardy is in Black Hawk Down. Black it was Hawk his Down. first movie ever. I. That's wild. I think I like I said. I think I heard that somewhere. But like, so what's his role? Is it like very small? Well, I don't think it's really a small role, but it is obviously portraying like real people. So. Yeah. You can't say that that's a small role. Obviously, it's not a leading role. I would say that it's one of the knockoff supporting roles. So, like, I think that there really isn't a main role in that movie. You've right. got two guys that they focus around, and that's Eric Bana and um, I forget the other guy's name. The guy that's leading in the crew of people. Uh, what is his name? The guy from uh, um, um, uh, Pearl, uh, Pearl Harbor, where the one that he marries his best friend's wife or whatever when no, Ben Affleck is the one they think is dead. Oh, uh, Joshua Hartnett. Joshua Hartnett, yeah. His character and then Eric Bana's character are the ones that they're really kind of That's like right. I remember that. looking over their yeah, shoulder. Josh Hartnett and, yeah. You know. And then you have uh, this. everybody else I feel is like a supporting role because it's based on an actual event. At first, when, when, when I was thinking about it, right, I was watching it. Oh, I don't remember what day I was watching it. This was couple months back but like when i was watching it the, if you think about it there's a guy in there talking about how well he likes to prepare coffee it made me think that it was the black rifle coffee company guys but it's not so I was like, it, Whoa, dude it's an older movie so right but those guys were in in the mid to late 90s is when they entered and they were navy seals oh. okay. and that's what this i don't know if this guy in the movie portrayed a navy seal or if he was a part of uh the army side because Delta Force 
is what the group is going around for Black Hawk Down because it was the attack in Somalia in 1993, I think, right? It's, it's been a while. But anyway, but yeah, we just really need to narrow that down to where we can kind of, to where it's not too hard, to where it's not fun for us. Well, and we got to make sure it's playable for everybody else too. Like we Right, and that's be, what I'm saying. I don't want it to yeah, be so far out there to where we've got to like rent a book to figure it out. I like it. I like I like hitting the highlights, and I I think once we like get it all narrowed down, we'll run a couple of practice rounds by everybody, and we'll see if they like. Yeah. So you'll have to let us know, guys. Make sure to like and subscribe, uh, and then unlike and then relike, and right? That stuff. Yeah. But, don't so, don't yeah, forget to hit that subscribe button if you were not subscribed, and we do appreciate you guys please, listening. Please do. Uh, I will have the episode from last week up in some time. It's just going to be a minute, a but this one I'm going to do first. So, but anyway, I saw you snacking on some of the meat sticks from oh, uh, you know our it, buddies dude. over at Primal. You know it. I got I got meat sticks still left. Trying not to let Jordan see it because he's threatened well, he's my life and he's threatened to come like take them from me. So, so oh, there's right out of the fridge. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I uh. The hardest part is like staying back off of them. Like I want to just eat the whole package. I've already had two now. I think I probably the most I've eaten is probably on here. I've probably had a whole package of five of them with like an apple beer. <sighs> like it it really pairs well with a beer. I don't care what you say, especially a, a bush light apple beer. Bush light's coming out with a peach beer. A peach beer. A peach beer. Peach? I don't know how I feel about the the peach thing, but I bet you, I bet you, I'm probably overthinking it. I bet you it's going to be pretty nice for a summertime beer. You know, I got a peach tree in my yard, a and peach I am tree. desperately, yeah, I'm trying. It's it's bearing some fruit, but they're not quite like big enough to do anything with. Like we pulled a couple last year, and they're pretty good. But Are they would they be better to have a primal tree in your in your yard? Dude, I I would cry the manliest tears if there were a primal tree in my yard. Let me tell you, like, let me paint a visual for you. It's 6.30 in the morning, right? The sun is just barely starting to peak over the hill, right? As the sun peers, as the beams start to peer through the trees, there's a rustling of the branches of the primal tree. That hangs in my front yard. <laughs> Underneath the lowest branch is me in my robe and my NASA slippers. Because I have, you have a robe. Huh? You have a robe too. I I I, I might have a robe. <laughs> I got pajamas and a hoodie uh, and NASA slippers. It's like a full-on NASA outfit, okay? So and there's me, bottom branch of the bottom branch of the tree, just picking out pieces of beef jerky. Just what flavor? Mm, well, obviously, bottom rung that's going to be bacon jalapeno. Easily right. accessible right well, there, closest to the ground. Tree, closest if to one the jalapeno. Tree only grew one flavor. What? How many trees? Yes. How many trees? Six how many trees. Tre- no, hold on though. How many trees are you going to want to choose from at six thirty? Did you say six thirty in the morning? Yes. Okay. So 
at 6.30 in the morning, you said you're not an organized fella. No. You just want to go straight for that back bacon jalapeno. So you only need yes. one tree. Are you going to switch no, them out in the seasons? Trees. Are you going to switch them out? six trees. Okay. There are six. There are seven days in a week. Right. Which means every day of the week, you're going to find me at a different tree. What right? are you going to do on that Sunday seventh day? Sunday surprise Sunday. Okay. Uh, He's going to find a little me, here, like, a little there. It's like a sample day. Okay. It's we go to each tree and we pluck a little bit off of everything. It's like a fruit basket. A okay. With us. Yeah. 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 Yep. That's, that's, if there were, Ooh. if a primal tree existed, that's, that's what it looks like. You know, I'm not one like, of heaven. I'm not one for those uh, Bloody Marys. I'm not, I've never really been a Bloody Mary guy, but I bet you would be fire with a piece of beef jerky in that thing. Probably. I'm, I've never had a Bloody Mary, I don't think. I don't, yeah, I was going to say, Bloody Mary is not my type either. It doesn't sound good. <laughs> so, but like I've seen people get it served with like beef jerky and like olives and like other like pickles and stuff like yeah, that. I think it requires a certain level of salt to it yeah. to make it edible. <laughs> I'm just not a big fan of tomato. Like red beer is just disgusting. So That's, I'll do tomato anyway, but fresh. So so yeah, primal trees are not real, but we will talk about them. I I wish primal trees were real. Let's get on that, okay, Bo? Maybe yeah, just primal see, trees. See, see, find out, find out. But while we're thinking about trees, Bo over a primal has six. Bo and Devin over a primal has six flavors to choose from. And all you got to do is go visit www.feedonprimal.com. And Josh, what promo code that is? Dude, if they use that promo code of Chubby, that's C-H-U-B-B-Y, at checkout, that's going to give them 15% off of their order. Uh, do that Chubby. math. Chubby, do that 15% math. 15% off of what? Like, I can run that math for you right now. 15% off. a $50 order? Well, you're going to want it to be a little bit more because you want okay. the $50 threshold to still be there. So let's just That's go $60. Right, right. So let's go $60. Okay. So $60, 15% of $60 is going to be $6. And then another $3 on top of that. That's $9. Okay. So that's $9 you're going to save on that. Plus, so you bought $60 worth of beef jerky, nine bucks, you save it. So that's 51 bucks. So you got your free shipping. Plus on top of that, you've got with, with that much, you've easily got all six flavors, right? Got no. me. Well, no, with the discount right. code, with the discount code, with so let's just say, code, yeah, fifty percent off with bucks. six bags. Yeah, six I think bags, it's, a, I think it's eleven dollars yeah. or eleven ninety nine. Nine bucks. Yeah. Nine bucks is what you'd save on sixty bucks. There you go. So, there so you get have six it. bags, people. Do it. It seriously. You'll want to try every flavor of your own, uh, and and decide for yourself. Because seriously, it's a it's. Totally random, and I'll be honest with you. There are some days when other flavors hit right. shift in my rankings. Like there's some right. days when I'm picking up a bag of teriyaki because that's what I'm craving. And I think on my list, let me look. Yeah, on my list, it's at number four. But I'll be right back. I got to go get some jerky. Teriyaki. I got it in my fridge. I'll be back. Mm, Swing my mouth water. Go get that jerky. Uh, so yeah, definitely hit it up. Get you some of this jerky. It's so good. Oh man. I uh, I introduced somebody else to it uh, the other day. Uh, we had some guys that came and toured our church, and so I, I handed them a couple of bags and said, "Hey, give this a uh, a try." And they're already talking about coming back and getting uh, several more bags. So it's uh, y'all, this jerky, it's good. It's really really good stuff. So hats off to you guys over at Primal. You are killing it. Keep up the good work. Uh, especially with them beef sticks. Seriously, guys. Uh, y'all, 
let's let's make this happen because these things other people need to be able to eat these because I feel selfish being able to eat these myself. So let me start to go grab my mouth was watering thinking about like what flavors I needed to eat. And I got bacon jalapeno and cracked pepper today. Mm. So good. And a sock top. Nice. So Bobby, what else is going on in your world? Before we go about this, just don't forget to go to www.feedonprimal. Don't only use that, that discount code. Also, after you've tried it, leave a comment about what you thought about it. The reviews oh, are what make everything. We want to know. We definitely want to know. Let us know. Leave a review on their website. It's free for you. The only thing it's going to cost you is a little bit of time. That's it. I'd be like Josh. He goes in depth about his reviews. Yeah. Hey, I I know how I feel about stuff. I, I like to share it. Especially meat. Bro, I am the connoisseur of beef jerky. I have grown up on that stuff. Bag of that was in my hand every time I was on the road with Dad. Oh, man. Mm. Okay, so if Primal, if Primal was never there, what was your go-to bag? Then so, Primal is not going anywhere if anybody's no, of course okay. not. I grew up on Jack's Link because that's the standard, that's what Ugh. you're gonna find in most stores, stuff like that. Um, more recently, Old Trapper's pretty good. Um, truth be told, it wasn't long of buying beef jerky that I started making it myself. Um, now that's not super cost effective ultimately. Well, it can uh, be, it can be, it, it can be if you're willing to put in the work and do all of that. But seriously, I could do, I could make jerky for a million years and probably still not make it as good as these guys. Like, no, I'm, I'm an amateur. They're professionals. Let professionals do what professionals do. So for me, like I like making it as a hobby, but for me, jerky was always, you know, the most expensive snack that i'm gonna buy because i grew up on it and i'm just not like i am a meat eater that's all there is to it right i I can't not eat meat and like if it's serious if it's meat or cheese i'll consume it it's fantastic i love my proteins so before primal the only two beef jerkies i would say that are anywhere near the in even the same categories these guys I would say it would be for uh, for the big box that you'd see like a gas station that is not Jack Link's. It is no. Old Man's Land. Old Man's Land's pretty Old good. Old Man's Land is yep. for a for a quick need, and if you're on the road and you need some protein, Old Man's Land's where it's at, and if they sell it. But the other one that I actually had before I tried Primal was a thing called Mingy. Did you? I mean, it's called M-I-N-G-U-I, Mingy Beef Jerky. I've never had that. It was pretty good, but still... I like my jerky drier on the drier side. I don't like it to be a little, I don't like it to taste rare. It shouldn't be anything like your steak. It should be well done, dry, and flavorful. That's it. But how chewy do that, you like it? Huh? Do you want it chewy or do you want it dried out and stringy? Since I know like the, the history behind what beef jerky was for, like I actually do that. Like I'll take one piece of it, chew it, and then put it in my lip and suck on yeah. it for like, yeah. so. The chewiness doesn't really matter just as long as the flavor stays there while you're chewing it throughout, like however long you're going to chew on it for. 
So I'm going to counter with, if I didn't have Primal, this is the jerky I'd go with. Are you ready? Oh, man. Do, do, I do you remember the jerky containers that sit there in front of the counter? And they just said like, beef jerky. The little plastic lid, and they get the little yeah. sleeves, and you got the tongs, and you pull them Not out. Not anymore will I do that. That's well, not- I don't trust it anymore, but... No, it made, me, it made me so sick to my stomach one day. Really? Dude. Like, if you hold it up to the light, it's see-through. It's like paper thin. It looks like it looks like a, a fruit roll-up dried out. <laughs> it, does, it does look like a meat fruit roll-up. They are dry. And that is, that dry. is 100% like, that's, that's not USDA. Of... Do what? That is 100% not USDA. <laughs> not approved. At all. Like... I I, I want to say that like I had to rush to the bathroom like because we were on the road when I ate it, and it, I, I want to say it gave me some type of like stomach issue like it turned in my stomach it was bad. But Ugh. primal is the perfect jerky if you were that person that just likes to chew it and stuff it in your lip and just suck the juices for a yes. while and then eat yeah, it. It's great for that. It is the best jerky for that. I, I think small batch jerky is probably the best you're going to get anywhere and this to me is the most consistent small batch you can find what was your one word mine was consistent yours was what uh i forgot i just feel consistent i I lost the bro mine was consistent i I asked you jordan's was good one for it jordan's was the best i think i think that was the word best i think mine was no, I, it was one Same. word, right? Yeah, it was one in one word described primal in yours. You went, Jordan went, and then I said uh, consistent. I don't know. I you probably know said something get. like delicious or something like that. I don't it, know. It probably was. The flavor. Yeah. Flavorful, I think, is, is what really, you had. Yeah, it's very, it's very well seasoned. And very well dry. Like, yeah. it's not, it's right. There's no middle ground. Yeah. There's no middle ground. You either are going to like a dry jerky or not. And I think Primal has taken the cake with the way that they've prepared it for the texture, the flavor, and the consistency in every single batch that you have. Nothing comes close. Except for, I would say that your beef jerky that you've made in the past has been pretty good, especially your pepper jerky. I don't like your sweet stuff because you've made teriyaki before and I'm not a fan of your teriyaki. I'm not a fan of any of the teriyakis at Quick Shop, but Primal Jerky's teriyaki is hands down the best teriyaki amazing. I can't get a good ratio on the soy sauce for teriyaki, but I'm not and a soy sauce fan. That's why I have so much trouble with it. And the soy sauce is really supposed to add to the soul, and then your teriyaki is just... it's It, it is, but it's, it's necessary in there, at least in all the recipes I've seen. Maybe these guys don't. Oh, right. Hang on, I need to go back and look at the bag now. They use molasses in it. I know that. Molasses and See, soy. That's it. It's that they use molasses instead of molasses, brown sugar. Corn, I bet you that works so much better. Onion, turmeric, paprika, garlic, natural flavors, extracted extractatives. I can't pronounce today. Paprika. Wow, they said it twice on here. I'm trying to see if there's anything different that like you wouldn't use at home. Like, granted, you're not going to use like what's a dextrose you're not going to go find dextrose to buy and then put it in here yeah All but is dextrose is, is just uh like sugar. 
Yeah, that's just there to help fill it in to keep it from. Right. It gives it a natural sweetener. It's a natural yeah. sweetener is what dextrose is. And then there's nothing weird in here. You can pronounce every single thing on here except for my uh, my mess up with extractatives. <laughs> that's because you don't know how to. That's because you just don't know the word. You don't see that every day. Extracted extractives. Flavor, natural flavor, and extractives. I want to keep saying extractatives. <laughs> anyway, let's quit let's quit uh digging our nose deeper into primals back on. So <laughs> but we do love them. Shout out Bo, shout out Devin. We love primal. Yep, yep. Fish it, guys. But you asked me how my week was, and I I mean it's been good. I got to play poker last night. We had a good time. Uh, there's a guy that we met. I uh, got to give him a shout out just because it was just funny. And I'll have to tell you a little bit more about this other end of the story because I'm not going to just throw him under the bus for what he said because right. it was just funny. But we called him Joe CD. His name was Joe and he kept he kept repeating himself saying that he was OCD. Oh, and so I stood up, I stood up like I was getting ready to deal. Right. And I was like, Hey, I'm going to help you out, bud. Here's this, just so your OCD don't get out of, uh, out of whack. And he, I, I, he misheard me obviously because he was, dude, nobody's called me that since junior high. And I was like, what OCD? And he goes, yeah. And I was like, you've been telling me you were OCD for the past 30 minutes. And he's like, no, you called me Joe CD. I was like, I didn't call you that, but we can call you that if you'd like. But he's one of uh, BJ's wrestlers, right? Oh man! And so, like, we were like trying to give him a different persona. We were going to call him Joe CD, and his his name was going to be Little J, and then OCD as his as his uh his tag. So and then he was, great. and then he was going to be like a, a like a uh, an up and coming rapper. What <laughs> a rapper! A rapper. It was funny. We were just having fun last night talking about. Goodness. different personas that he could go with in he's i don't know if he is a wrestler or if he's training to be a wrestler i couldn't tell you that part. we That's just had a good time it was fun i uh i took 40 dollars more home than what i uh, left with so Ooh, well done. pretty good so hey what's been going on with this? what 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 is going on what did i see about the cardinals and the Cubs, like, what was the whole cell phone or calling out home runs or something? I saw an article. I don't know if you saw it. I did not. I didn't click on it. I, I Okay, I'm hesitant on clicking been, on articles. Cardinals have been weird as of late. We're hot right now. In fact, we're on an eight-game losing streak before this. I know. We're hot right now. We were not hot to start the season. Uh, and even even right now, I think we just lost one last night. Um, but like in the last 10, we've won more than we've lost. So we're starting to right the ship, but yeah, we're in bad spots and our pitch. The problem is our pitching core is just awful. Like they're struggling. Miklas is, is our, our best guy and he's still not even pitching at his best. So it's just, it's tough. We don't have a good crew. I'm hoping they'll do something before the trade deadline trade for somebody. I like our lineup. We're we're at least making progress there, but we can't seem to shut it down pitching wise. And so, yeah, we're scoring runs finally, but we're still not able to play enough defense to keep us hot. Right. 
But with the article, I was just reluctant on cl- I'm reluctant on clicking on any sports articles anywhere nowadays because I don't know. You don't trust just them? T- t- well, not that I don't trust them, but, but like most of them are like what if type of articles, not necessarily yeah. the fact. And that's what I hate. It's like don't headline something with so and so traded to whatever. And then when you click on it, it's what would it's it look like if so and so? What would it yeah. look like if so and so? And so I'm like, eh, it's not even worth my time to read it. Well, there was talk about drama for a little bit that they might move uh, Wilson Contreras out to outfield or some nonsense like that. And I was like, what? This is stupid. But it's all that. It's like you said, it's all this speculation stuff. Another big hot news. Did you see that Pat McAfee is joining ESPN? I did not see that. No, I don't know how. I I haven't seen the Pat McAfee live in a while. But. If he does, and he it's a multi-million dollar deal from what I was reading in the like outline of this article. It was just very brief, and it was from a reasonable source. It wasn't any of that Facebook stuff. It was actually from a like sports app. So, But even that stuff, I'm still reluctant on clicking on it. Because when Tom Brady retired the first time, he didn't even retire, and people were putting it out there, and that's bizarre. If you're going to put the goat's name out there and tag it with retired, like that's some pretty hot words. You ain't wrong. You ain't wrong. So outside of uh, baseball, we already talked about the the, uh, NFL schedule. We did. Next year, the Chiefs will play the Cowboys because it's our rotation that year. And I believe it's at Arrowhead. We might have to do another meetup for that game. I'd love that. I'd really love that. Preferably, we plan ahead and not just go with the seat of our pants. I don't like that at all. So you didn't enjoy uh, riding no, on the... That was fine. That was fine. I'm talking about like planning it out with like what we're going to do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but good luck. I mean, we, you know... Well, you and I can, you and I can do pretty good. Do right, yeah. you and I can do pretty good at it. But like it's... Making sure that other people have time. We Greek nuts, nuts. You're not being I mean, passive aggressive at all here, Bobby. I'm just saying. Just saying. I would love to spend more time with this individual that's no longer here right you now. Know, I, I would like to spend a little more time with him too. I got to see him yesterday. Was that fun? Did you enjoy that? Yeah. I mean, I it saw was for a couple hours. What picture? Uh, not with you guys, but that he took with his siblings because mm. they were all together. Yeah. So I think uh, I don't know if he was staying with one of them or if they were staying in a hotel or not. But we miss you, Jordan. It's cute. You're cute, Jordan. But like I saw it. Jeff Wells yesterday for the first time in forever. He lives what? right next door. He lives right next door to um where they were having Ethan's graduation party. Oh my. Jeff so, Wells, man. I miss that guy. I talked to him. Um, I sent him a, a message two weeks ago to see if he'd want to come on the recess ruckus. Oh, cool. And he accepted. He said it would be, he would have to wait till the fall or winter after the football season. Cause he said yeah. that right now he's, he's pretty busy. And he said that he could make time for it right after the football season. Cool. That's fun, man. So it's real fun. He's got at least 20 plus years in officiating. Foot, high school football, and I'm. A, I think they've done a couple college games, so that'll be pretty fun. That is fun. 
give some hot takes about what it takes to yeah, be one of like those zebras on, on NFL officiating and stuff like that. Get hot takes from that'd be cool. I think the NFL. Okay, this is my argument, right? When it okay, look, when you when you when you look at professional sports, right, and you look at what it takes to get to be a professional athlete. I started playing football in fifth grade. You started playing, I think, either the year before that, right? Fourth grade, third. Grade. third. Yep. Okay. The rules continue to stay the same up until junior high, and then they change a little bit more in high school. And then they change more in college. Granted, we didn't play football in college, but then they take the big extreme to rule change in the pros, right? To you've got uh, play clocks, you've got um, two feet inbounds to catch it. You've got uh, you have to be facing a certain way to stop the clock when you run out of bounds. There, you're held to a higher standard, right? In professional Mm -hmm. football, why isn't it like that for the NBA? And and I'll, and I'll give you my reasoning. Now, the rules may change, like they might be different, but I don't think they're held to the same standard as they are for other professional athletes. And that's... I, I think it's just the specific nuances of the game. Because really, in any sport, you could say there's differences. Like in baseball, between the minors and the majors, you've got like the... You know, there were several changes that were made prior to in the minors that they tested out that they eventually instituted in the majors. So I don't know. That's a tough one. I, I, I see what you're saying, but at the same time, I don't know that there's anything significant enough to say that it's not just situational to the sports. No, this is, and this is what I'm basing it off of. When I watched the last uh, professional basketball game, and that was back when Cleveland won the national championship or the world championship, I don't know what they call it. LeBron won the championship for Cleveland. I noticed so much traveling. They're they're able to get away with traveling. The fouling isn't called like it normally is in high school and college. Like people foul out tremendously in college and high school. Yeah. Not in the NBA, but yet they still do the same stuff. Carrying the ball, stuff like that. Throwing the ball off the backboard and then dunking it. You can't do that in any line of basketball, but they let it get. They let it go. Get. They let it go in the NBA, and this is my argument because it's not necessarily for the sport. It's because it's a show. And tell me this: Why is it to go watch LeBron James play a regular season Laker game? Why is it over five hundred bucks? It's a fair point. I mean, yeah, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. I. I and granted, I didn't do my history before I brought this up. I guarantee you, if you go look back at any game that Michael Jordan was in that was in the regular season, there ain't no one game for a nosebleed section that's costing more than 200 bucks. It's a fair point. LeBron is yes, the better athlete. Good. LeBron James is the better athlete. I'm not denying that. He's better athlete. He's better at doing other things that Michael Jordan could do, but Michael Jordan will always, always be the better basketball player. Argue. I mean, no, nothing says otherwise. He was the he was the most competitive athlete in all sports, in my opinion. I mean, you know, the six rings might say otherwise, but I'm not even going to bring that up because that could be anything. Like, even if he didn't win six rings, he would still be a, the most competitive athlete on the court. 
right? Yeah. Um, you know, I think some might argue though that MJ is not the goat. It's Brady. Yeah, and do you realize the age group of those people? I know we're talking basketball. I'm kidding. It was a joke. No, the um, age group. No, I I I say I, I would argue your point. I will always be an MJ fan and say LeBron can do a lot, and I, I agree with his moniker, the King. Uh, I just don't think that he is the the goat. The goat the, and this is this is my MJ. argument. LeBron James is the better athlete because I think that you could pull him out of basketball, and he would be. I think he would be a really good football player. For especially LeBron, for his size. Do you think LeBron beats Michael in a one-on-one? A game of like right now today. Yes. Prime versus prime. Prime versus prime, no. Michael Jordan wouldn't allow it. He wouldn't allow then it. How can you say that now, but today? I'm how saying can you in say today's LeBron's game, the better athlete. The better athlete? He's a he how can, can you do, say LeBron's he can the do more than one short. He can't beat Michael. He can do more than one sport. That's what I'm saying. Athletics. Bo he's, Jackson. He's more okay. Bo Jackson was more athletic than Michael Jordan. Also, he played three. So, so you're sports. just saying more athletic. You're not necessarily yes, saying no. better basketball player. Exactly. I said Michael gotcha. Jordan is the better basketball player, but LeBron James is the better athlete. He's more athletic in the more athletic. Zone. Yes. Other sports. You're probably, you're probably right about that. Yeah. Michael Jordan. A lot of people forget that he was a decent baseball player. They forgot. Like he was a decent baseball player. It was okay. He, I think he went on an eighteen-game straight hit streak. He had a game eighteen game hit eighteen games in a row. I think. I don't know if that if it was eighteen, but it was a higher number. Back check that. Let's Google Back it. Check that. You got Siri. Nonsense. You got Siri. Nonsense. Google it. Michael. It might not be eighteen, but it's a higher number than you would think. Oh, is that so? Are we backtracking yeah. already? No, I said that right before you said that. I said it might not be exactly 18, but it was a higher number than you and I would have ever been able to say. I would have guessed he would have struck out probably 18 games in a row. He had, he had a total of 88 hits in his career. And how many games, though? Gosh. 88 games, and he was in a minor league. For one season. That's one season. I don't even think he played the whole season because he came back to the NBA the next year. And granted, it was minor league baseball. Let's see. I bet you he played at least 30 games, 40 games. Had to have. What are the numbers? Major leagues play 162. Minor leagues might play 90. Green played 127 regular season games for the Birmingham Barons. Double A affiliate in 94. 80 hits in his career. 127 games, 497 plate appearances, 436 at bats, 202, 289, 266. Was his average, his on base, and his slugging, 556 OPS, 88 hits, 17 doubles, one triple, and three homers. He was a decent hitter, man. That's what I'm saying. None of them are good. I didn't say he was good. I didn't say he was great. I said he was decent. But Um, all I'm saying is that he was a decent baseball player. 
He was a, a decent know. baseball player. I don't know if you can say decent though. I mean, the was, dude retired from the NBA he was and went to baseball too with his batting average. That's not how decent. long. Now, how long do you think he went without hit, picking up a bat and hitting a fastball? Jordan struck out 114 times in his okay. 497 plate appearances. Bobby, your argument for Jordan as it wasn't a baseball bad. player is it was not bad. And here's my argument. The only reason why I'm asking this is how long do you think he went from playing basketball to going on the diamond to play baseball? He's, he didn't play baseball from out of high school. He didn't play baseball in college. Yeah, he, but he was 29 when he played baseball. So, 10 and he years? retired. What? What? He was 29 when he stepped in to play baseball. And then he, what? I'm, I'm assuming he played baseball in high school, right? I'm assuming. Yes, yes and loved it. All four years? I, I, I don't know if it was all four years. I didn't read that far, but. I just didn't know how long he went. He went 10 years with probably ever without ever hitting a okay, ball. But yeah, he's an athlete and he's trained in it. Yes. And that's where I'm saying LeBron. And that's where I'm saying LeBron is the better athlete. I don't think he could be a better baseball player, but he would be a better football player for sure than Michael. <laughs> LeBron. Well, yeah, because what's Michael Jordan going to do? Wide receiver? LeBron played tight end probably. Yeah, I could see LeBron playing tight end. He's got the body for it. He's Michael six, doesn't. Eight, six, eight. Michael could play like that. receiver. That's about it. Yeah, but he didn't need to. But yeah, but LeBron could. That's the argument. That's like that's scary. Look how big LeBron. He's bigger than he's, he's a big Rob Gronkowski. I know it. Like he's a monstrosity. And I'll tell you what. I'm praying that the dude gets to go the distance and gets to stay long enough to play with his kid. I think that's going to be only really one cool. more season. Is, is it? it? Is it next year? It's just one more season. Dang, that's cool. That's what Daniel said last night, I do believe. I want to see that. I think that's a cool story. So I, I think that's like what he's waiting on. I think yeah. he's waiting for him to come in and then leave. Now, I was raised on Michael, and that's the only reason why I'm saying that I think that he's the better basketball player. But I also know that I've seen the way that the, the style of play has gone on. NBA is not at all what it used to be. There was like well, almost this throne. Thank you, Steph Curry. But I'm saying there was like fist thrown on defense, and now they don't hardly play defense. Yeah, basketball used to be a lot more physical than it is. Way now. more physical. It was almost yeah. like rugby but on the I th- basketball. I think court. you're right. I think you're right in what you're saying about it being a show in that sense. Right. And that because it's, it's the high scoring and, and, you know, there's not a whole lot of defense defense. Maybe but, if like, you if had you a take- guy like... Matumbo around that was smothering people that was swatting away balls all the time. Maybe it would bring some excitement back to it. I don't but know. we, but we could see how good Michael Jordan was <laughs> with how wild the defenses were back in the nineties. Right? Imagine yeah. him playing in today's ga- game with no defense. Like that's what I'm. That's the only thing that I have to compare it on. Am I a basketball pro? Obviously not. But what? he was, he was exciting to watch. When I would watch Michael Jordan, it was exciting. Every single, every minute that he was on the court, it was exciting. When I watched LeBron, I'm not excited. Like that's it, is that's what I find to be the weird part is that you would think that if I'm watching the greatest basketball player ever to be alive, people would be excited. I got excited seeing Tiger Woods walk over that hill at the majors or the Masters, and that humongous crowd following behind him. I got that it. got my that got me goosebumps. 
I got excited seeing the bag of Sour Patch Kids in my cabinet. Yeah. When I opened my cabinet this afternoon. I did that too when I saw that I still had four of the Mambas in my little candy jar. Oh, the Mamba <laughs> sticks. Let's go. All I'm saying is, is that, yeah, I'm a, I'm a Jordan fan, but I, I will argue that LeBron is the better athlete, but not the better basketball player. I, I, I don't know that you'd have to make too much of an argument, dude. I'll go back and look at his 114 strikes out in baseball and say Michael was not a baseball player that was that good. No, he he left. He He left after his one season. Yep. That's all he needed. Look, if they cracked that joke in Space Jam, then you know he knew. He knew. Oh, here's a better question. Do you think he was better at baseball? or Was he better at baseball or was Shaq better at free throws? That's not fair. How many Ugh. how many free throws did Shaq miss? In his you know, career? I wonder at times though if Shaq just missed them on purpose. Like that was just the one area of basketball he didn't want to try on. That's so another I man I would not want to see on the football field. Huh? That's another man I would not want to see on the oh, football field. Oh heck no. Could you imagine at if, any position that if I lined up across from him, I'd fake an injury. <laughs> Bobby's like, ah, my hamstring. My back, my neck, my and neck, my back. My neck, my back, my neck, and my back. I'm like, hell no. <laughs> if I saw a grown ass man step up to a line and me playing the position I was when I left high school, hell no. Left tackle, the supposed to be the tallest person on the on the line, and I was the shortest. Could you imagine him as a defensive end just coming at you full steam? Like, get out of my way, little man. I'm going to sack your quarterback. Here you go, man. <laughs> Wes, sorry, big guy. <laughs> Wes kills out. Unconscious, broken back. He's like, uh, you had 12 brothers and sisters? Yeah, 12 sisters. <laughs> I want 12 brothers nah, and sisters. It was eight, but what, what is it? Is that what he says? Yeah, he goes, I had eight. It was eight. I had eight. Yeah, 12 sounds better. 12 sounds better. <laughs> oh, Shit. Man. What he did to a basketball goal. Bro. And did you see the tree that he built? Because of him. Did you see the tree that he had built with all the rims he broke? No. In his front yard. Cool. No, I want Every see rim that. that he broke. There's a picture he made, of it? Yeah, he made a tree in his front yard with oh, all the rims on up. it. Now, I don't know if it was the rim or the backboard, but I think it's rim. And I think it's the rim from the backboards that he broke. That's cool. The broken rim tree. It's crazy. That's so cool. And that's my face mask. Anytime that he lines up at DN, that's somebody's face mask at left tackle. Bro, that would be so terrifying. I would not want to be on the on the other side of a shack dunk. Oh gosh. I'm taking I'm taking one for the team. I'm rolling my ankle on purpose. Bro, I would just like I would block dive into the crowd. I would I would get out from underneath that basket in a heartbeat. Oh yeah. So yeah. Back glass shattering. Well, hey, while we're talking, still talking about sports, let's talk about HCW. Oh, yes, man. They've been doing all sorts of reveals. Lots of reveals. Lots of reveals. Yeah, they're going to have a dynamic 
cat. I saw their sound system. It was in BJ's garage. That's what we're really doing to listen to music. Okay. Okay. Pretty complex. It's like it's a DJ. It's like a DJ setup for sure. All right. Even came with a mixed quality equipment then. Oh yeah, it came with a mixed table and all that. They took that part off because they don't need it for the show. Right. But I think that they could probably utilize it in some form or fashion down the line when they actually learn how to use the entire thing. I think it'd be fun to see some DJ style stuff at a at a wrestling show. That would be fun, especially if you had somebody to get the crowd hyped and keep them going in between in between matches, stuff like that. That could be fun. And you, everybody that's listening, can go and check out these reveals about the wrestlers that they're bringing into the organization. And all yeah, you have follow to do on all the socials. All you have to do is go to uh, at heart. <clears throat> Sorry. Wow. Jerky. Really love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. It's burning. Yes, he's a good friend. It's burning in the back of my throat. Yes, some is pepper. It? Well, yeah. you know, that's called conviction. The Lord's reminding you of your sin. <laughs> I'm kidding. Now, I don't know if it's at HCW on socials or if it's actually the the names the sp- uh, spelled out. Do you know? Yeah. I, hang on. I'd have to look I think that it, up. I think um, it is at Heartland. Heartland Championship Wrestling. Yeah. Uh, I think on, it's at Heartland. Instagram, Facebook. Twitter. Sure might even be on TikTok. We'll see. They have Twitter. Uh, yeah, Twitter. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And I think Twitch, maybe. But they don't have anything any shows yet. Right now they're still working out venues and all well, of that. Well, they've got the don't they have the show booked for they do have the Leavenworth show, but that's I was not until say, August. They've got the Leavenworth show booked. And that's in August, right? Yep, in August. Yeah. But between uh, oh, now I and then their, uh HCW Live twenty three. That's their social handle. On all of them. On Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, HCW Live twenty three. Okay, but you could probably Google Heartland Championship. Yeah, Heartland Wrestling. Championship Wrestling. It's right there. You'll see the logo. Pop right up. That's awesome. And that is the new up and coming like that. wrestling federation. You see it up in the corner. They've got their their social media is blowing up like crazy. Yeah, and I'm not sure. I think the the um oh not Johnny Faith, uh, the other gentleman that uh, Daniel was talking about the last time he was on is the one running the social media. I'm not sure. Uh, he's over here. I'll have to look it up and I'll get back to you about that. But I think okay. he's the one doing their main of the social media. It's pretty cool. Nice. Got a lot of information coming out over there at the Facebook. Good. So what happened? What's going on with the uh, What's going on with you and uh, the uh, Ted Lasso? All right, I, I need to talk about this because you were Let's talking about you were talking about your masters, right? Uh huh. And all I could think about, like with the way you were talking about how you're unorganized, but yet you don't want to fall back on the things you're good at. What do you mean? Is that like the things that you're strong at? Like you said, to like, keep everything on the same road, but also trying to strengthen your weaknesses. Uh, not so much strengthen my weaknesses. Like I want to lean into my strengths. 
right. but I want to mitigate my weaknesses. So it's kind right. of a twofold approach. It's it's trust and lean into your strengths and don't try to do the things that you're not great at. But also in the areas where you know you leave a trail behind you, how can you clean up that trail as much as possible and leave the least amount of damage in your wake? And that's what it's I wanted kind of you to get back to. After you said that, all I could think of was Ted Lasso. Absolutely. That's all so I thought a great of. example is do what? That's all I thought of when you were saying that was Ted Lasso. Yeah. Well, and a great example really... of that is is looking okay. at his his uh, his uh, anxiety breakdowns that right. he has. You know, what's that from? His uh, I'm unprocessed assuming... emotion, his unprocessed all of that. I think that that's going to be a big episode when they actually reveal that. If they do, uh, they. It, I think. Where are you at in the show? I'm up to date. The next one that are comes you, out will be. Up? Duh. Well, cool. It's I, a good. I'm it's a great show. Where the show's headed for the finale, just because it, it's it's the right way to write it, in my opinion. Right. So, this last episode, it didn't have much of Ted Lasso in it, and I was kind of surprised about it. Like he was in the beginning and then he was at the end, but he wasn't in the main plot of the episode. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was different. They're, they're, they're resolving a lot of side storylines right now mm-hmm. is what they're doing. Because they're giving you conclusions on a lot of characters. Mm-hmm. So, but I've got a theory about where it's headed with Ted. Now, he was on uh, the Rich Eisen show, I think. It was either Rich yeah. Eisen or... The other sports, um, I'll have to figure out which one that is, but they interview him and I have it saved to watch. So I kind of, cause they talk, uh, his future is Ted Lasso. And like, as you have said that they've said, this is the end of the show. Yeah. So Are they going to build off of it? Are they going to build off of it though? Cause I think they could Possible. really, I guess they could. Is he going to go back to Kansas? Really, It is a snapshot of his time in London. And so, I don't know that you could capture it as well if you bring it back to America. Okay, I think that's but part is of he going to go to anywhere else to do a different sport? Yeah, but then it's reha- Then you're rehashing some of the same themes. I think it, here's the thing: Sudeikis is enough of an artist that I, I think he's going to leave it be. He may I give, revisit the character, but I don't know that he'll revisit the show. I give I I give him props that I think the show has shown his worth. Oh gosh, yeah. Like from what I we know him friendship from, with Beard. I right. I want to see that explored more in other movies and things like that. One of my favorite uh, scenes is where he walks in, right, and he's like eight days without a urine without a urine drop on my pants. Do you remember that one? He walks into yeah. the office. He's like eight days, no urine drop on my pants. I wish I could go eight days. (laughs) It was just like all of the stuff that he's, you don't ever see it coming. Cause one of my most favorite parts of the show, like granted it's, you'd have to really watch it to understand it. And I think that it's the episode where uh, the guy comes out of the closet for being homosexual. Right. Yeah. And he uses the example of a friend who is a fan of the Denver Broncos. (laughs) That was the best analogy without actually meaning. Yeah. And he's like, he goes, I guess I did. That wasn't right, was it? Oh well. I laughed so hard at that because it was the best. Fan, like, it was the best 
way to bring comedy into a serious situation you've ever oh, seen. So good. So funny. Does he help write this? I guess I didn't ever really look yeah, into it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I just wasn't sure. If he does, if he has the main writing like job for himself, then he's done the best. I don't know job. if he's the main writer. Um Brett Goldstein's one of the main writers. Um mm-hmm. which is Roy. Roy Kent. He's right. one and of he, the main writers. I know that he's impressive. I think he's changed out of all the characters the most. He's fantastic. I love I love the way he writes. I love the way he acts. Like they're great. What um, else is he in? I've even seen some videos that him and Jamie Tart have done, and those two are really funny together. Like just their their friendship in real life. Don't is, they know each other funny. for real though? Oh, I don't like, know how well they know each other, but like they're they're becoming friends because of the show, and like they're really funny together. Like, so I could see them working together in the future. The only other person that I could see really helping out with this show that I thought would be pretty funny was Ryan Reynolds. Just the fact that he would add to the, since he just bought a soccer team. Dude, I thought that was so funny. If they could have found a way to bring in Wrexham into it, I would have died laughing. Even if they could do like a one-off like short or something, that could just be so good. I just want to see Danny Rojas square up against them. Danny Rojas! I was going to say, I was going to ask you, who is your favorite character and mine is Danny Rojas. I don't know why. I do love Danny Rojas. Uh, Stan Obasanya's fantastic. Roy Kent, I think, is probably my favorite character of all of them. Uh, Although Jimmy Tart is lovable as the show goes on. Where he goes over, have you seen the most recent episode? Have you seen the most recent episode? I've seen the most recent one, yeah. Or the tie-dye shirts? Dude, n- nothing. <laughs> yes, okay, the tie-dye shirt. Oh my goodness, was so good. So good. The the interaction between him and Jamie in uh, Amsterdam though. The oh, Amsterdam yeah. episode is so good. The bike? Oh, oh yeah. Oh my goodness. I don't know how to ride a bike. I was dying laughing at that scene. So funny. Let's go see a windmill. <laughs> oh, gosh. But in this last episode, they really paired up well, like where he was, uh, where they had to pay a fine for every time they cussed. And Jamie just said, like, I forgot what he said. And uh, he was fine with paying the fine with his niece. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, I'm, I'm fine. I'm okay with that. It gives her, yeah. yeah, it gives her a pound. Totally worth it. Oh, or well worth it. That's what he said. Well worth it. Well worth it. But no, I, I, I think that this show is, uh, I think there's a lot of people that don't know a lot about it because they don't have Apple TV yeah. and that's where the show, the show is still a huge hit. It got so many awards like crazy. Like yeah. if it, imagine if it was on Netflix, dude, it would be, it would be a million times bigger. For a while, it would yeah. be number, it would be, that's but I think they thing. would like the bad even, thing is, is that I think Netflix it would ruin Heather, it. Cause she's watching it now. Like uh-huh. it's still so good, even the second and third time through. It's funny. It's I think Netflix would ruin so it trying to change it in the next seasons each time. That's the only thing that I I find that Apple does well is that they're not trying to mess too much around with it. Apple's Apple's really kind of embraced like some creative control with the the content, but like it's weird to me how short Apple's run their seasons. You know, three seasons oh, yeah. is so far pretty standard for Apple. 
Now the fourth season of that news, uh, the morning show is coming yeah, out in August. Show. I haven't watched that. Is that good? Okay. Did you like the the TV show, The Newsroom, with Jeff I Daniels? I didn't watch that. Either. Okay. Um, all this is, that the is Jeff Daniels ones. I saw clips of it. I never. Yeah, you saw like uh, Why is America the Greatest Country? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's not famous yeah. one, and that is that is the from the eye of the right wing. And right. then this show, the way that I see it, is very similar because they're doing the exact same job. Yet they have different like timelines in life that they're doing it in. But I think this one is more from the left wing perspective. So liberal then? Yeah. Very, gotcha. It's it's very liberal, but they do they do a lot of right wing. It's it's pretty much how the liberals used to be, like politically, how the liberals were all about freedom of speech, how they were all about all of that, like. Gotcha. During Clinton, like they were all pro, like you need to hear my voice. And now they're really trying to silence people. Right. Do you get what I'm saying? I do. Yeah. And that's where I think that like, it's, it's, it's balancing because you have people in the show that want to have the freedom of speech. (laughs) People don't want that because they're worried about how they look in the eye of the viewers. And that's really all it is. It's the newsroom, I think was more my style just because I like Jeff Daniels, but I still really enjoy this one, even though, I mean, I don't believe I'm not one side or the other. Sure. I'll listen to both sides and then I'll make my decision based upon who I believe has the right has the right path for us as a as a nation, usually. And so far I feel I still think I like the newsroom better just because of Jeff Daniels, but who doesn't like Jennifer Aniston? Sure. She's so. pretty phenomenal. I could go without Reese Witherspoon, but she does a pretty good job in this. Heather loves her. She's that's her favorite actress, one of her favorites, definitely. I won't bet against her. I mean, I don't good. judge just twenty. Because she's not a Drew Barrymore fan, so. so yeah, I I appreciate Drew Barrymore for what she's done with Adam Sandler. Yeah, I did no. not like. I didn't like E.T. I didn't like Charlie's Angels, and I didn't like uh, Cat's Eye or anything like that. That just wasn't but you my liked take. Fifty First Dates. I appreciated Fifty First Dates. My right. favorite movie with her and Adam Sandler was The Wedding Singer. Oh yeah, Wedding Singer too. Yeah, that was good. She has her moments. I'll give her that. But hey, it's just Hollywood. <laughs> oh Hollywood. Well, hey, I know that you have a wife to to go spend time with and kids to go spend time with, and we are only short because we are short one guy, and he is Indeed. too short. It's the short one. We're the short, short one short is kids. shortening our. He's yeah. You've made it the shorter. Sh- yeah, the short one is shortening our time together. Yeah. So. Well, I've appreciated our time together, and I love you, Bobby. I'm surprised we went an hour and a half, man. Me too. There's some I think, good content. Hopefully, they enjoy it too. Hopefully, you guys enjoy it. If you don't, let us know. Yeah, leave a comment. Fun. Let I mean, I I mean, I don't care. I know that half the stuff that comes out of my mouth is like wild horse crap. And that's that's hey, what I'm here for. We're big believers that this show is basically you just tuning into a nonsense conversation. You're just I'm you're, completely you're full of crap, and I've got no evidence to back any of my. I'll be the first to admit it. You I don't try into the conversation. Hopefully, you've grabbed your snacks and and jump yeah. in with us. But thanks for so. Coming hopefully, on the on primal the jerky. Go grab you some mamba sticks, maybe some mamba tootsie roll things. Mm, and while you're snacking and listening, hit the like button. Please consider subscribing and leave a comment. To let us know how much uh, full of crap we are. I'm fine just with that. Remember, it's not me that's sensitive. It's my microphone. <laughs>
See, this could be your like segue to your own podcast. I'm not sensitive I like it. my mic. I'm not sensitive my microphone is. And then I just talk like, really quietly into my microphone. Yeah. Just very soft and simple. You know. Why are very you easy. yelling? Why are I'm you not, yelling? I'm oh, talking is, is very, your mic is your mic yelling little, for you? It's it's very sensitive, my microphone. Not me, just my microphone. You got hey, has your wife by not not trying to get off topic here, has your wife dolled up your uh, fanny pack yet? Bro. <laughs> no, she has not. But can I be honest with you? And I swore I wasn't gonna tell you this. <laughs> I found a purpose for it the other day. <laughs> I That's actually awesome. I used love it. This stupid thing. And it's so annoying. But here's what happened. I was going up into the attic in the church to move Tools. some stuff to move wires. Uh, to connect a, a screen for the daycare director to be able to see uh, uh, the cameras for for the class in her new office, and so I'm up there and I'm like wearing like gym shorts, and so oh, my no. phone, my AirPods, all that stuff are in there, <laughs> and I'm crawling around in the attic. So you know, like if I take if I turn the wrong way, something's slipping out of my pocket, right? Right. And so of course I'm like, gosh, dang it. And I see it right there on the counter. And so I grabbed it, stuffed my stuff in it, put it on my hips. It fit perfectly. And I went up into the attic and didn't lose was it a uncomfortable? single item. It was, was it so helpful, dude. Like I even, even that front pouch, I was able to put my phone in the front and turn the <laughs> flashlight on. And I had a little like waist flashlight holder. It was so. Dude. It was so. <laughs> <laughs> did you tell Heather this? I did. I felt like such a nerd. And what did she say? Give me my pocket protector now, man. This I look so dorky. I don't think Uh, you have many pocket like shirts, do you? No, God, no. I always thought those were the ugliest thing ever. Dad used to wear those dress shirts that the pockets in them. I have have flannels that have pockets, and then I have like short sleeve like party shirts that have pockets, but nothing I would ever want to put a pin in. But I'm glad that Jamie picked out the perfect satchel for you. Dang you, Jamie. Are you going to use it again? I mean, if there's a good reason to use outside it. Outside of your sermon. Outside of the guy. sermon that you're going to preach with. <laughs> I, I still got to figure out what I'm going to do. Well, snacks is what you were going to put on it. <laughs> snacks. Yeah, that's right. Or, I going to put a bunch of snacks in there. Yeah, I mean, this is my my preaching snacks. Everyday EDC, everyday Christian, <laughs> everyday carry. Oh goodness! Do you have a Bible that can fit in there? Oh, besides your phone? No, not one small enough. All mine are bigger. I guess you can incorporate it into your sermon that you would be able to talk about tools. That's, like that's what I'm trying to figure out is tools. how to. How and then you have to tell the story about how you told me that you would never use one. Oh yeah, and I plan to. I plan to. Like how the the gifts of God and how how our stubbornness can be. I don't know. I'll figure it out. How can be how it can be a tool used against us when we need to make our lives easier. Ooh, there's something that might that might preach. We'll see. Preach it. But I love you, buddy. I'm glad you I love came you on. Too, Hopefully Jordan will be here sometime and Daniel, our plus one. Yep. But we miss you guys. Most of all, also Jordan. All right. 
those of you that are still listening, we love you guys too. We appreciate you. Later. Later. Bye. Love Bye. you. Bye. Yeah.